Hey everyone, so I'm Tesla Herbert. Uh, today, I'm really honored, I'm excited. Actually, I'm also shocked, frankly, that we are joined by Kim Paquette. Uh, you can find her on Twitter as at Kim Paquette, K-I-M-P-A-Q-U-E-T-T-E. So the reason I'm shocked is just, just a few short days ago, there's a documentary was shown on Hulu titled Elon Musk Crash Course. And none other than Kim was heavily featured, might I even say, starred in it. <laughs> um, she's well known in Twitter as uh, not only one of the original early full self-driving beta testers, but she's gone on to become a key representative for the Tesla community. In fact, Kim, I, I've noticed actually I looked you up and I saw that your name has been in publications and articles for many years now. You're like a go-to person. So many, many topics I want to cover with you um, from this documentary to you being the primary person that got Mary led uh, trending <laughs> on Twitter, yeah. your frenemy relationship with Earl. I've got to definitely ask about that and so many other topics. So welcome, Kim. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay. So given that this documentary just aired on Hulu on Friday, today's Tuesday, I think we need to get right to it and talk about that that topic right after. And then uh, right after we do that, I want to dig into your background and how you started all that. But I think we need to go right to this because this is a big deal. And yeah. I was so impressed with you. Um, so just generally, how did this come about? What would your What's your thoughts on it? Um, I saw that you did a great recap of your tweets, but tell me about your perspective. So um, I, I was contacted by one of the producers back in, I want to say November. Um, they had seen an article that I um, did with Matt McFarlane from CNN. It was just a print article. And this producer found me on Facebook and sent me a message on Facebook Messenger and asked if I would be willing to discuss, you know, my impressions of FSD beta. Yeah. And so we, we talked, uh, we did a Zoom like this and talked yeah. for about an hour and um, a few days later, she asked me if I would be in the in the documentary on camera. And um, I was, you know, wary as um, <laughs> I think now we can see why, because it wasn't a very positive um, film toward Tesla. Um, and I was I was very adamant about like I did not want to be part of anything that was going to be a hit piece on Tesla. Okay. Um, and they assured me that that was not their angle. Okay. Uh, they told me that their angle was more, um, is Tesla and Elon, uh, are they pursuing autonomy the right way? Okay. Like, yeah. meaning I thought what they meant <laughs> was by not using LIDAR and, you know, not having all the contraptions on the car, not so much, um, you know, that it was a danger. Yeah. And so, I agreed and they came and filmed me in December and, um, and then, yeah, it just came out. And I was, I mean, I was glad that I was one of the two pro Tesla yes. voices in the film. Um, the other was John McNeil, former president of Tesla. So I'm honored, <laughs> yes. you know, that, that I got to, to be in that group with him. Um, <clears throat> but I do feel like the movie, like, left out some important context. And so that sort of skewed it to the negative. I, I don't mind them presenting the things that they presented. 
but I don't feel that they balanced it um, like they said they would. And by that, I mean, you know, maybe produce some data either on either side that either upholds, you know, what Tesla says. They, I don't think they believe Tesla's data. Mm-hmm. So produce some other data. I mean, the NHTSA, the NTSB, I mean, something, you know, there must be some data somewhere that supports that this is unsafe. Um, and there isn't. So they left that part out. So I'll d- dive in deeper to that, but that's before we move on, I'm still very yeah. interested in how I think everybody is, how it all comes yeah. together. Have you been on TV before? Have you been approached by re- representing Tesla? Because like I said, you are, your name is everywhere in publications and articles. Is this um, your first? Not, not TV. No. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was contacted early, like in the FSD beta program, um, like a lot of us were, but at the time we were under the NDA and we right. weren't speaking to the press. I don't know if that would have been on camera or not, but, yeah. um, you know, so I did turn away some things, but no, I haven't, um, no, I had never been on TV before. <laughs> and then was the filming actually in your home? Yeah. Not in yeah. a separate location. That was your, I, I mean, obviously the outdoors was fantastic. I loved all those shots were wonderful. Yeah, Newport is, Newport's beautiful. I'm glad I got to show Newport. Yeah. Yes, that was, they filmed in my kitchen. Uh, <laughs> in my living room. Um, and then how much of it can you control? Like you either just say yes or no, or is there like specific things you do you have control of what you can, what you will delete or no, once you've agreed, that's no. it. Yeah. No, they, I mean, they interviewed me um, for the, the part where I was sitting in my kitchen was probably an hour and a half. And I think my total time in the film is like less than five minutes. So you, yeah, so they definitely pick and chose which ones you saw, yeah. right? Okay. And they left out some things that I wish that they had included. Well, okay, you know? so I'll, I'll let me insert something of what I thought of it first. And then I definitely want to hear more about what you thought and drill to some of these topics. It's so, it was so wonderful. But so thought, I, I was, I'm incredibly proud of you. I, I really oh. thought... <laughs> No, I'm not just saying this. I'm really about just saying this, but I thought every word you said was so articulate and for lack of a better word, perfect. I couldn't have this. If I was to write this down as a script of what I would have said, you, you did so nicely. Um, you know, I, I wrote down all the words you said. <laughs> you know, you said all the right things. So I'm not going to repeat every one of them. I'll pick out the key ones. But you said it's a group of owners who test software, but it's not public. Right. Um and I love when you said people believe it's going to happen or else you wouldn't do it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you you cited statistics, which I'm really glad you did because oftentimes these kind of documentaries, it's all about you know, what you just what you say. You said, I think the average is 36,000 auto deaths a year just in the US. And I think 90% are human error. I think autonomy is necessary to end virtually all traffic deaths in this country. Loved it. <laughs> yeah, Let me just continue a little bit more. I know this is, I don't want to over uh, to spend too much time on this, but I think each word you said was so perfect that I think it's important. Um, you know, and you said Elon Musk is somebody who comes along once in a generation. You felt honored to get to do this it's a little part of history. And then I love when you said there are definitely people who do not agree with Tesla's approach. I don't feel that it's risky. I've never felt endangered. Now I can say that people who buy Tesla understand it's not full self-driving yet, and nobody's forcing anybody to buy self-driving. It's an option. So all of those things were like, boom, I'm so <laughs> glad you said it on a documentary of, uh, you know, widespread. Um, yeah. So, and I love that you were not only at the beginning, but they wrapped you up at the end and you were near the end. 
and you're near the beginning. So it was this, that's why I think that I said you're actually a star because I thought you are the main person. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I definitely was featured more than I thought I would yes, be. Yes, you were. But, um, but yeah, it was surreal. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, as I've been talking to people, they're saying that it was well balanced. Everybody said you did a fantastic job representing um, us, the Tesla community. Uh, so, you know, and overall, we thought it was okay because they let you say what you said. Was there anything that you you said that you wished that they left in? Yeah, um, you know, they, they concentrated a lot in the movie about um, Elon's yeah. missed timelines. Yeah. And um, when they asked me about that, um, I kind of made a little joke, but I was serious in that, um, you know, I've been a Tesla owner since 2015 and I have learned that it's a much less stressful experience if you do not hold Elon to his timelines and you understand that when Mm -hmm. he says something like this, it's aspirational. And, you know, and then I also said that, um, you know, it's a hard Problem to solve. Yes. And the hardest no problem to solve in the world ever. <laughs> right. And and nobody's doing it. It's not like yeah. Tesla is failing. I mean, it's it's everybody is, you know, working on it still. And it's taking them a long time too. So nice. that, you know, oh. and so I said that, and you yeah. know, they didn't they didn't put that in, but that, those are beautiful. Those would be perfect because yeah. I think the big hit was is Elon lying? One of the things I came out of this was. I think you defended um, RoboTaxi well and, mm-hmm. and the approach about uh, beta being yeah. to the public and the mm-hmm. endangering people or not endangering people. And they focus on three major deaths. Yeah. But the bigger thing that I think came out of this whole thing at the end of the day is the hit on Elon's reputation yeah. that he's a liar. Yeah. That he knew and yet he would say. So I do right. wish you were able to say those things, you know. Yeah, and I I did um, talk about the the autopilot crashes a little bit when they okay. interviewed me about it. Um, you know, I, I basically said that we are reminded every single time we engage autopilot that we have to pay attention and that there is no ambiguity about this. So people using it improperly is on them. It's not you know on Tesla. Could de- could Tesla have done more? in terms of nags or, you know, the interior camera or whatever. Yes. But I mean, at some point there's also personal responsibility and we don't hold other automakers with ADAS systems to the same standard. So, you know, there's distracted driving everywhere. I would have loved it if they would have compared some statistics of distracted driving versus, (laughs) you know, but anyway, uh, yeah, and and I, that actually was one of the things the producer or the director rather was in the other room um, with like a monitor, and I was looking at a camera with her in a monitor. So I was kind of talking to her into the camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She asked me, "What do you do?" Like, yeah. and I had talked about how I'd gone on a twelve thousand mile road trip. <clears throat> yeah. In in my car, did almost all the driving. This was before FSD beta. Yeah. And um, she's like, what do you do? What do you, what do you do with your hands? What do you do with your feet? You know, it's, it's like, <laughs> no, I said, I monitor my surroundings. And yeah. I said, well, and you know what I see? I see a lot of people without autopilot texting and that's scary. Nice. You know, oh my gosh, that <laughs> would have been great. They didn't put that in either. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, obviously the documentary was so focused on the past 2016 disgruntled FSD, whatever they auto right. engineer, which gave us so much credibility. They didn't yeah. talk about, you know, what's happening in the last years. 
Basically. That was even, I think that both of those engineers were when it was still Mobileye, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you mentioned but, that in one of your tweets, and I did not yeah. know that, and no one knows that. Right. And you assumed, you know, and they're talking about recent too. But uh, I think you did a great job. Enough that you took this piece that could have been much worse. Um, yeah. I don't know yet what will happen, but today's what, five days later, I don't think it's blown up as much as it could have. And I think it's because you did a great job. You did a perfect job. So yeah, you. <laughs> you're wonderful. Yeah, I wanna, you. you've done a lot of low road trips. I wanna get to that too. So um, yeah, you've become the de facto spokesperson for the Tesla, <laughs> Tesla fan and community. I wanna find out shortly later as we go through this, how you keep about, but honestly, you, 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 you are that person and it's wonderful. You must Thank feel good about that, yeah? <laughs> it's weird. It's not anything I ever expected. Um, yeah. Like, how did I get here? You know, it's kind well, of let's, let's go there. So before <laughs> Tesla, before Twitter, what's your story? Where are you from originally? Where'd you grow up? Yeah. Um, I'm from Ocala, Florida. Uh, I was born in Miami, but I grew up mostly in Ocala. And um, I uh, left Ocala when I was 20 years old, when I started flying for Delta. Um, so I kind of never went back <laughs> and, um, yeah, I've been, I've lived in Cincinnati, um, uh, Boston, Philadelphia. Now I'm in Newport, Rhode Island. How did, how did you end up in Rhode Island? Can you share? Um, yeah. Uh, my ex and I used to yeah. come here a lot, uh, when, when we were living in Boston, it's kind of a city where a lot of Bostonians and New Yorkers like come for the summer. They have summer yeah, vacation houses. spot, right? But you're living there now. So I was like, yeah. you're hundred percent on vacation all the time. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, so we were living in Philly for my ex's job and I was very unhappy there. Um, I liked Philly itself, but we didn't live in Philly. We live like in the suburbs and I can imagine I for somebody who grew up in Florida, moving to Philly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mind, like, I loved the city itself, but we lived like out, we lived like 45 minutes outside of the city yeah. and it was just really boring. You know, I had, I had come from a place like living in Boston where I walked everywhere yeah. and then we ended up out there. So anyway, I was very, uh, very unhappy there and we were only supposed to be there for two years. And after four years, I was like, okay like seriously what are we doing <laughs> and um so we bought a house in Newport as our like a second home and the plan was that we were going to spend like 50 50 gotcha half the year here and there and then I just never went back there <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> that my plan worked uh, but anyway yeah and so I I love it here um you know it's a it's a small town but it's there's a lot of things to do there's a lot going on and um I have great friends and yeah uh, okay, so when you were younger, did you did you know what career you were going to go towards, and um, were you, you, know, you did you know that you were, were you focused on somehow tech and science and engineering and? <laughs> uh, so so I was I was always curious about the world. I was always yeah. I knew I was going to be a traveler. I actually was majoring in French because I wanted to go to France. <laughs> You know, I mean, I just loved, you know, the idea of learning okay. a new language. Yeah. yeah. And this was having been nowhere, you know, so it's just, I always knew that I wanted to explore. And um, I was majoring in French in college and I, on a whim, applied to Delta. Yeah. Not thinking I would get it. I was only 20 years old. I was still in college. Yeah. And I got it. 
(laughs) (laughs) And then I thought, well, I'm going to be a high school French teacher, most likely. Okay. Like, you know, (laughs) that's not what I want to do. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm going to take this job and and see what happens. And um, yeah. And I've been, I've, I've done it ever since. And no, I, I, I knew nothing about, I did not care about cars. I did not care about tech. Um, You know, I always was interested though in like what the next thing was going to be. You know, I remember when I was a kid, my great grandmother telling me she was born in 1899. So she lived through horses and cars and airplanes and space shuttles. And, you know, I mean, just like, wow, all the things that she'd seen in her life. And I thought, I'm never going to see that, you know, how can we top this? Right. And then of course now with the, you know, all the technology and stuff that we have now, I could probably, you know, probably right there with her, but I always thought, you know, electric cars have to be the next thing. Cause I do believe. Oh, wait, you, when, when did you know that? When you were younger youth already? No, I started thinking about it. Um, I mean, when hybrids came out, I was like, okay, you know, okay. this is something. Yeah. Um, I didn't have one, but I had a long commute. And I thought uh, my next car is going to be a Prius, probably. Because at the time, that was the car. And um, that didn't happen. I, I actually quit working for about a year and a half after 9-11. We all kind of yes. went on, you know. Yes. For a yeah. And so um, I was reading an article about this Tesla Roadster. In 2008 yeah. and I was like wow <laughs> look at that thing like it's cool it goes how many miles does it go oh my god yeah. you know <laughs> possible you know because before it was just you know a leaf that didn't have any range right. it, wasn't, it wasn't a practical car and for somebody like me at the time I had an 85 mile commute so okay you know I knew that like an, I could never have a leaf you know and so I was just kind of like okay well I'm going to watch this company this Tesla company and see what's up and then when they showed the uh, Model S, I was like, oh my God, that's the most beautiful car I've ever seen in my life. You know, I just thought it was so sexy. And yes, but it, still, was. It, it was still not practical for my commute um, because there were no superchargers and um, the range wasn't enough and uh, for the round trip anyway. And then, um, uh, yeah, I just, and it was expensive, you know? And so I was watching, just kept watching, and um, I noticed superchargers one day on my on my drive. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, on your on your specific drive. <laughs> on my on my commute, and I was yeah. like, it, well, it turns out the very first superchargers in New England that were, and that the first ones outside of California yes. were in Milford, Connecticut, I think, or something. Wow. And so on on ninety five, and so. I like went on the website to see what, what was going on and, and saw that there were, like, I think it was one at JFK. There was one in Milford and then there was, and I was based in JFK. And okay. then there was one like in New Jersey somewhere. Cause my ex-husband used to drive to Philly yeah. um, back and forth from Newport. And so I told him, I said, we could do this. Do this. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, and we had looked at like the Ford fusion, like, cause I really was ready for a car. Yeah. At this point, we looked at the Ford Fusion Energy and the C-Max and, um, I, you know, I just hated those cars. I didn't like anything about them other than the fact that they were at least a plug-in hybrid. And so, but that got his wheels turning. Yeah. And um, at the time, it was only, I think, the 
P85, the 85 and the P85D, they had just un unveiled the D. This, that was, are we talking 2012 here? Or? This was 2014. Okay. I think they had unveiled the D like in the fall, I want to say, of 2014 mm. or something. Mm. And so anyway, so the D was like a must in my husband's brain because we live in New England and it snows and, yep. you know, you always drive cars. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> but then when they came out with the 70D, that was like kind of the right combination of price. Nice. It was the most expensive car that we'd ever bought yeah. by far, even with the rebate. And um, it, but that was the right combination of price and range. Yeah. And and I came home uh, from a talk one time, and he said we were getting one. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear this because uh, <laughs> it's so you were very early. You were driven because of your interest in EV cars. You're even looking at other EVs. I myself invested in a battery company called Ballard that made ba EV batteries for buses. It, I lost a lot of money. They went down under. <laughs> but I was hoping back then. This is like, yeah, 1995, 2000, that it would somehow succeed. Yeah. So I'm glad that you did that. And then it's so cool that you were following them and then you bought one of the earlier cars. Yeah. So you, you know, before I just want to question from something you just said earlier. So is Paquette, is that a French origin? It's actually, it's my ex's name. I didn't change it because I've been, okay. a Paquette, been Paquette for 18 years before yeah. we got divorced. But um. It's uh, Quebecois. His family came down from. I'm Canadian too, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. And then, so <laughs> I, as a flight attendant, you travel a lot, and I I noticed that you do a lot of international travel, not just nationally. And like you were, weren't you in Paris last week? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to Rome next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, you've been doing this for so many. So, what's your favorite place? Oh, um, well, my favorite layover, I can't get to now because it's a New York trip, but, um, is Nice, France. Okay. So it's yeah. all about France for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love, I love all places, but I mean, I am more comfortable in France, obviously, since I can speak, I, I'm not fluent anymore, but I can, you know, get around and read the signs and read the menus and, you know, have basic conversation, but, um, but yeah, I love the food. I love the wine. I love the lifestyle. <laughs> That's you know, so wonderful. Okay. So continue telling your story. So you bought the, the model S, 2014. Yes. How did you get into Twitter? Who are the people? How did you get interested in Tesla some more? What, what yeah. happened? Yeah. So, um, so it turned out that for about the first two years that we had that Model S, and mm -hmm. I was the primary driver, and I was driving it back and forth to New York to work. And my ex had his like old car in Philly that he kept there. So I was like, okay, well, I'll you know. And I was also like, why spend the money on gas from Newport to New York right. when Long, the longer drives better? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and autopilot had just, you know, came out like, uh, I want to say four or five months after I got the car and it was like mind blowing, you know, especially on I-95 in Connecticut. I mean, it was just like a life changer, hmm. but, um, anyway, I was, I was not on Twitter then I was, um, on the Tesla forums. Mm-hmm. Other, the original Tesla forum, not TMC, but the Tesla forum. And um, I kind of, you know, kind of made friends there like you do. And, you know, because when with electric cars and Teslas, especially back in 2015, here, there, you never saw any, like they were very rare. And so if you had a question about your car, it's not like you go next door and ask your neighbor. Right. No, no, you know? no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. So you went online and especially when it's, 
software related stuff and you're getting these updates all the time and stuff. So, um, so yeah, I just kind of became a regular on the Tesla forum and over time, I just kept building these relationships. And, um, I went to the first event I went to was the model three delivery party. I was a plus one of somebody from the forums and, you know, I met model three delivery. That's really late already. That Ooh. was yeah. 2017. Yeah. Was it the, already that far away? <laughs> Cause yeah. the delivery party, not the announcement, not the announcement, the delivery party when oh they, my God. the years are just going by so fast. Okay. Yeah. 2017. Yeah. You went to that. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I think I had gone to a VIP factory tour before that too, but like, but this was um, like the first event where I kind of started meet. I met Trev, Trevor Page from Model 3 Owners Club, which is, became Tesla Owners Worldwide or whatever. I met Bonnie Norman at that event. Bonnie like, Norman, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, and I was nobody. I think I, I, think <laughs> I just joined Twitter. Yeah. I had like 100 followers, yeah. you know, <laughs> nobody knew who I was, you know. And I just walked right up to both of them and said, hey, you know, yeah. and Trevor and I actually were in line together for the for the ride, for the test ride. So we talked quite a bit, um, but Bonnie was like, who are you? And but anyways, um, but over the years, I, I, I went to Twitter um, to yeah. wait for the Model 3. Like I, I went and, um, you know, stood in line with everybody, even though I didn't need to because I was an owner already and we were supposedly at the front of the line. Yeah. Um, I wanted to like kind of be a part of the excitement. And so I, I went and stood in line and then I went and joined Twitter um, because that's where Elon was. Oh. And I had Twitter before, but I just never used yeah. the account. Yeah. Um, I didn't get it. Um, but I think that like, once you found your community, whatever. Exactly. I, 2008, I joined and I didn't do it until six months ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, once I joined in 08 too, and I didn't start using it until yeah. uh, 2016, like April. Yeah. And it was funny because um, all, a lot of us that are kind of the bigger accounts now, yeah. we all got there at the same time. I, I, yeah, I'm shocked when I've talked to people that they uh, only started 2018 mm-hmm. when the FUD was happening. And I'm like, I, I would, I've been here since 2012. I was an investor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I didn't know about this FUD war, you know, right, when, right. I, when I um, joined, when I started using Twitter and I found myself like, getting into these arguments with these people online over, it, they were the short sellers. It was all Tesla Q, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so I got to plug in my computer. I'm going to take you in here. Okay. And so anyways, uh, I, that's where I, that's when Earl got there too. Like he got there at the same time. And that's when we met. Um, and, um, via Twitter? Yeah. 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 So, um, so was yeah. Was friendly we, at first? <laughs> always been friendly I know I know yeah yeah. um yes but um no that actually turned into the our little feud came later you know but But, yeah yeah so it was friendly at first so you're I noticed that your first YouTube video was four years ago and I love that it was about the air vents oh yeah (laughs) yeah that was at the model three delivery party okay yeah I I videoed that in my uh, during the test ride and you know nobody had seen the model three at that point. So, and it was, there was a lot of talk about that, the air vent situation. Yeah. I wonder what feature do you think uh, is a mind blowing for people when they first walk in other than the acceleration that's still incredible. 
I mean, it's definitely that there are no controls and that it's just everything clear. Yeah. 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 No, it's definitely, I think that's the biggest, you know, I just gave a ride to somebody for the first time uh, about three weeks ago. And it was the first thing that they said. No controls. Shocked. Yeah. 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 And of course, then I floored it and they were like, (laughs) (laughs) okay. So, so you met Earl on Twitter and then who else did you meet as you, as you started moving on? So you were a hundred followers. How did it start to grow? Um, you know, at first it was just, um, you know, time. And, um, I was kind of known as the gift queen for a while. Gift, gif, gif queen. Um, I would, this was during the, the whole short distort Tesla Q before they blocked all of us. Um, I would make gifts out of, you know, Tesla Q like Mark's what's his name? Spiegel. Is that his name? Uh-huh. And um, Tesla charts and, you know, Montana, Montana yeah, skeptic. He's still around. <laughs> yeah. I would put their faces like in gifts that were, you can like do a gift maker and they were hilarious. And, <laughs> And I kind of got known as the, as the, you know, queen. And yes. then, uh, cause I would just deal with it with humor, you know, yes. just kind of like I did with the Mary led, um, you know, I would just make fun of them. And um, so I, I think I started gaining followers because of that. Yes. And then, um, but then FSD beta, obviously, I think, I think when I got FSD beta, I, I, I had like, you know, four or 5,000 followers already at that point. How, how did you get chosen or how did it happen? How did they find out about you? I think, I don't know for sure. I think that it was because I met the guy who was the one making the decisions. And yeah. um, so FSD beta kind of started via the owner's clubs. Um, like the owners club presidents were kind of talking with the head of the clubs at the time. Um, mm. He's gone now, William, um, about how they could get more involved or, you know, whatever. And um, I'm friends with a lot of club presidents. Um, yeah. uh, one of them, James Locke, he was one of the first people also that I met on t- Twitter around the same time as Earl. And, you know, a lot of them um, that I'm just have met over the years or whatever. And I was at um, a party the night before the plaid delivery um, event. And um, I think it was that, no, it wasn't that one. It was battery day. It was, it was the night before. So you've gone to all the major events. You would fly down there or you would drive down there and you'd attend it. Yeah. The only one I did not, I mean, starting with the model three delivery event, I didn't go to the model three reveal. I didn't go to the model X model S like I, that was before my, my time with, um, But the only one that I skipped, I was invited to, and I I declined, uh, was the semi event, oh, okay. which ended up being the Roadster too, which is yeah. such a bummer. I missed that. <laughs> but that was the only one I said no to, just because I had just gone to the to the Model Three delivery event, and yeah. it was the same guy that was asking me that I had gone as plus twenty, offered it again, and I said, you know, ask somebody else. I feel bad, like you know, ask somebody that has. Well, why been- Why would you spend your own money to go all this still here? So because well, of what's that i fly for free so you know and i mean it's kind of you know i'm i'm seeing friends there it's like i'm seeing yeah i was wondering like is it is it a friendship is it the passion for tesla obviously it's everything at this point right yeah yeah no it's um you know and it's exciting to be a part of 
the yeah. history of this company, exactly. you know, in its infancy, you know, because we're not going to be able to do these things forever. Like they're not going to have these parties forever. They're not going to, yeah. um, you yeah. know, it's going to be, it's, yeah, it's like, and I, I like suffer from FOMO. Like, and now, <laughs> you, know, you suffer from FOMO. Can you imagine <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We're watching no. you from the outside. I know, I know, I know, I know. I, mean, I was just talking to, I just talked to Kristen and to Joy, and that the concept that you guys are talking directly to Elon, or you're invited to these things, and you were there from the beginning. Um, yeah, this is the largest, most consequential company in the world. He's the most, the richest man in the world. The things that Tesla is doing and has done is amazing, and life-changing yeah. for the rest of humanity forever and you guys are like it and you're there it's yeah pretty cool it's pretty it's pretty crazy i would not have thought that you know that this is where i would be even in this community you know um i it's and it's really hard for me to explain to people that aren't part of the Tesla community. Yeah, I was like gonna ask friends. you. So what, what is yeah, do, do they know? Your coworkers know, your friends yeah. and family know. And I mean, yeah. most of my I mean, I, I'm based in Boston. It's a relatively small base. We all kind of know each other. Um, or we did. It's getting bigger now. But I mean I am known as the Tesla girl at work. Yeah. Um it's gonna be more so now I'm sure <laughs> Have you yeah. seen my Hulu? Special? Yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean they they know like uh, when I'm on a flight like out to L.A. or out to San San Jose or San Francisco, I and somebody I know is working the flight. They're like, "Are you going to a Tesla event?" I'm like, as yeah. a matter of fact, I am. You know, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so they know. Um, I but it's they don't get it. You know, all my friends here, like they, they all know, know but it's yeah. really hard to, it's really hard to, to describe or yeah. relate to people about. So I don't really talk about it. Right. Right. You know, it's just kind of, th this is this world and that's that world and, you know, keep them separate. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Okay. Oh, it's exciting. So uh, let's, let's, let's go and dive into another big story. So the Mary led story, which is just so recent, really um, yeah. another big story that you became the de facto spokesperson for Tesla, for my opinion. <laughs> so that was uh, during a period when uh, President Biden uh, hosted Mary Barra, the CEO of GM. I think it was the inauguration of GM's factory zero November, 2021. So that was just six months ago, five months ago. Mm -hmm. And it's GM's first electric factory. He had just signed an infrastructure bill uh, included seven and a half billion dollars in electric vehicles. So when he gave his speech, he gave the credit to Mary Barra for electrifying the entire auto industry. Yeah. So the words he said was, uh, Mary, I can remember talking to you way back in January about the need for America to lead in electric vehicles. And I can remember your dramatic announcement by that by 2035, GM would be 100% electric. <laughs> you changed the whole story, Mary. Mm -hmm. There you uh, you did. You electrified the entire automobile industry. I'm serious. You led and it matters. Drastically improving the climate by reducing hundreds of millions of barrels of oil that will not be used when we're all electric. Um, so <laughs> yeah. he did that. I mean, we were all there. We all watched it. We were all very excited and 
upset or you know very concerned about it. So, but somehow again, you happen to rise up and so tell us the story how you got involved in that, why you decided to get involved, what you did that then all of a sudden got Mary led trending on Twitter. So yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, I thought it was absurd, you know, like everybody else. Yeah, in the- I did too, but I didn't get, I didn't do anything. I mean, that's just, that's how I, that's how I deal with these things is with sarcasm mm. and humor and maybe a little smart ass, you know, that's just kind of how I've always done it. Um, it used to be with the GIFs and this gotcha. time I was inspired to put Mary Barra in like important historical situations and say that she led um, because yeah. that's what Biden said and it was total BS. And so, um, yeah, I started pulling pictures off the internet and and downloaded some app that I, it was terrible like it, it was I, it was purposefully horrible looking yeah. I was like <laughs> exactly really really bad um you know just sticking her face on, on these it, yeah um but that's what I thought made it funny and um yeah I just like went on a rant you know <laughs> I mean I had I don't know 30 or of them or so but yes. I didn't know you had 30 I just thought there was two two main ones I didn't realize it was that many okay oh there were a lot yeah okay. I kind of wish I had strung them together in a thread yes um I wish I had done still that. Do that now it's still yeah. a topic now yeah I probably like could. what you can do is every day that he doesn't say <laughs> Tesla you're going to add another to the thread yeah. yeah well he did finally say Tesla not sure. too long but I was I'm sure after all of our you know it was because of you yeah. No, no. <laughs> I say that in joke, but actually it, it probably was, if you think about it, right? Because it it kicks everybody was upset. You kickstarted the movement. And then yeah. it just get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then he finally had to do it. Uh, he was forced to kind of address it. But um, yeah, why, I mean, do you, they, why do you think so? Other than union, uh, why do you think Biden's refusing to acknowledge and say Tesla? I, I think that the union is the the fact that Tesla is non-union is the main reason. Um, I mean, he's a big union guy. I'm actually pro-union, believe it or not. I mean, my industry is heavily unionized. I, my company is not, Mm -hmm. um, Delta is actually the only carrier that is non-union, um, flight attendants, but, um, I'm pro-union for Delta even like, you know, I would vote yes if we ever had a vote. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's not that I'm against unions. It's that, you know, I've been involved in union campaigns. I used to be an activist. I used mm-hmm. to be base chair for Boston. So I know how they work. And I know that, you know, there's probably some shenanigans on both sides when it comes to the rhetoric and the, you know, you read something in the news and I I can read it through the lens of, okay, I've been through this before and I know what these talking points are for the anti-union campaigns and all this stuff. But it really comes down to the fact that Tesla only needs 30% of the, a work group mm. to sign a card in order to call a vote. Mm-hmm. And they work in a much different environment than I work in, where yeah, I might exactly. I might fly with a coworker and not see them again for years, whereas they work with the same people every day. So it shouldn't be that hard for them to get 30% of card signed, even if there's interference. From Tesla, it should not be that hard to get 30% of cars signed and mm-hmm. they can't do it. Yeah. They can't even get, I mean, and it's hard to do when you've got millionaires working on the factory floor because they <laughs> get stock options, you know? Yeah. 
So, um, so anyway, I have, I have every respect for unions and if it's what the workers want to do, then they should do that. However, if they're happy, then they should not be punished for being non-union. You know, I mean, that's the whole point is like to make your employees so happy that they don't want a union. And that's kind of where Delta is. Mm -hmm. You know, that's where my company is. My company treats us well enough and they pay us well. And, you know, so we vote, so we vote no. But anyway, so it just, I found it appalling that, that the president of the United States can be pro-union all you want, but it was so like openly just disgusting politics in my, and I'm a Democrat. Like I, you know, I voted for, for Biden, you know, so it's, I don't agree with everything that he does though. And, um, you know, I thought that this was just an outrage. I thought it was really crappy to Tesla workers and to all the people that have worked so hard to, to get them where they are. And it was just a downright lie. You know, it's like, you can praise GM and you can praise their unions. You can do all that, but you don't have to like make stuff up. Yeah. yeah. You know? (laughs) (laughs) And and, well, it's also beyond that one event. I can see if you're standing in that factory with them, you're going to say all the great things. If he was in front of Ford, he'd say that. If he was in front of Tesla, he'd say that. But, well, maybe he wouldn't, but months, (laughs) months and months and months go by and he still doesn't invite them to the summit. He doesn't mention them until he was kind of like, they had to address it or it was going to go out of control. But um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that was that was kind of like okay, you know. I mean, not inviting them to the to yeah. the summit on electric vehicles. I mean, that was just ridiculous. You ridiculous. know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely ridiculous. And so, uh, yeah, um, it, it's made me very disappointed. But you know what? It just this is how politics yeah. are, and why I can't stand them. And um, you know, <laughs> uh, I just I. I, it was so blatant and it was like very disappointing that, um, yeah. you know, it was well, all about- So it looks like that you, which is wonderful, you are part and you're right there in the center of all the key issues Tesla's going through and milestones are going through. And we haven't even talked about the main one, which is you are an early original FSD beta tester. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's what you were originally known for, all the videos you've done for that. So tell us how you got into that. Um, yeah, you know, you've shared that story so many times before. Just walk us through. Uh, you met the person. You were what number were you? How many people ahead of you? I the employees, and then where were the you in that? And then they gave it to John, um, who's a, a Tesla owner, Silicon Valley. He was the first one to get it. Okay, public person to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was in the next group, which. Uh, there were, I want to say 15 okay. of us, yeah. uh, something like that. It was a very low number. These were the public testers. Now, I don't o- know. Omar, how- Kristen, you. James Locke. Um, yeah. yeah. Who else was in that first group? Um, and, and so you didn't, you didn't, um, you didn't, have, uh, what is it? Campaign for this or anything like that it was just, you were selected. Well, it's funny because when like, I think after John got it, like there was some whispers that it was going to go out to some other people. And I tweeted Mm. something like, I think I should get it because Because. I'm a Tesla owner and because I'm a woman and it's all men that are doing it. And I would be a good representative. Little did I know that had I just checked my email, I already had the email. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you, so you begged for it. Yeah. I already um, had it. I, I dare you, it. How dare you beg for it? You stupid. <laughs> and you didn't need it. 
And, uh, yeah, I already, I mean, literally like it was in my email, like from the night before and I didn't yeah. see it. So did they know that you've been doing autopilot uh, long distances and uh, none of that? No, I don't think so. Have you, you did any, other than the air vent video? Cause I noticed you did that and then you didn't do anything for years. <laughs> I don't have, I, I'm still not a YouTuber. I just want to make right. that clear. <laughs> I don't think, I know you're not. I suck at YouTube. I don't know how to do anything. I put, that's why I post unedited drives because I can't deal with it. <laughs> um, I don't even know how to make a thumbnail, you know, but anyway. Well, you can do these GIFs really well, but. Uh... <laughs> yeah, no, and I, it has to be like a, a GIF for dummies app for me to, to even do that. But um, no, I, I only started post, posting to YouTube because people were taking my cliffs clips that I would post because at first we were just po posting little clips because the car was honestly so annoying because it wasn't very good that you yep. couldn't really do a full drive. It would be so annoying. And so anyways, I would post like interesting things, both good and bad that it would do pass or fail. And, um, but people were taking my clips off of Twitter and putting them on YouTube for me. <laughs> and I was like, well, I can't have that. And so, um, I just started putting them on YouTube just, just to stop people from stealing them from me basically. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, yeah. That's so from your perspective, since you were the, really one of the originals and you had a top 15, is that, is not mind blowing? Uh, I did everything I could to be part of the October, 2021 group. Mm -hmm. And I think at that time it was 2000 people. Yeah. And I, did everything I could because I'd like to be part of every, you know, recognizing when a game changing technology is about to change the world forever. I want to mm -hmm. be there. Like the time when the internet first came out, 1995, when, you know, the iPhone 2007, all those things, these things. And I needed to be here. And uh, the, you know, I've been telling this to so many people, but you know, there's seven and a half billion people in the world and you are the first, let's say 115 people who <laughs> got to touch, test, you know, try out the birth of general AI, <laughs> robotaxi. Yeah. I, I just think that it's, uh, like you said, an honor. It's crazy. You know, when I, when I got it, like before I actually had it, but when I knew I was getting it and we were just all waiting for that download, I literally just laid in my bed and thought, this mm. is big. Like this is, yes. a, a, I'm glad that you recognize yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's, it takes you years later looking backwards and seeing what happened. But if you know it even before. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine what it's going to be like, you know, like as yeah. I really do believe the Tesla is going to do it. I think it's going to take oh, longer, course. but they're going to do it. And, and to be able to say that I was one of those people, yeah. you know, it's just like, well, it's, it's, it's immoral, immoral as it is. We talk in history, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you are in history. <laughs> um, so, so you did it from that day to today. You know, what's what do you see? Is it like a flat line? And then you're, you understand and believe that there will be an exponential curve? Or do you actually see it leaps and bounds? What's your opinion of what you have experienced in the last two years, I guess? I mean, it's definitely, you know, it's one of those things where the changes are so small yeah. and like over time that it's kind of hard to remember yeah. like all the things, but, and they also started over 
you know, when That's they removed right. the radar, they, they completely started over. So, um, you know, that was kind of a, if they had been making some progress, that was kind of, there have been regressions. 10.12, 10 which we're on today, for me is terrible. Um, you got 10.12.1 you know, and you're saying it's terrible? For me, I've, I've only driven it in town um, once. Yeah. And I need to go back through and do my test loop again. But it, it wasn't so much, um, it was the navigation actually. Like the navigation is terrible. It's not following the navigation. It's just blowing right past when it's supposed to turn. That's not, um, I don't know what is going on with, with it. If that's a beta thing or if it's a maps thing or, you know, I'm not sure. But um, it made it like really hard. I haven't even uploaded the video because it's such an annoying video mm -hmm. to for me to watch, you know, so I kind of want to do it again, just so that I, my reactions at least are better because my reactions on the video are like, I'm super annoyed. <laughs> I'm glad um, that you're very honest about this and, you know, taking a realistic approach to yeah. evaluation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but the other things like, you know, I have a couple of uh, blind, blind turns that I make and it didn't do well when there was traffic, you know, so I didn't like really notice uh, a huge difference other than the fact and this is kind of like what I, when I say it's little things over time, um, like it's really good at making turns now. Like when it does turn, it's not hesitant. Mm. It's not, um, you know, I mean, back when it first, we first got it, like it was, you know, coming too close to curbs or hitting curbs, or it was jerking its way through, you know, through maneuvers, or it was way too hesitant or whatever. And it seems a lot more um, like I, when I'm not driving in town, I can actually have a, a disengagement free drive pretty regularly now. Um, and that never was the case in the beginning, you know, so it's just like a combination of all these little, little, little things. And I'm pretty hard on beta. Like I just, I'm disengagement happy, yep. you know, I, I like be. to disengage. Yeah. Yep. Um, because that's how it learns, you know? So um, for me to allow a zero intervention drive is, is a big deal. Even on the regular roads, you know, I've driven mm -hmm. all the way from Newport to Boston without an intervention, mm -hmm. several. So th there's a couple of things I want to ask you. So do you believe that um, once you get a drop, like a new release just came out on Friday or whatever, that over time, the next weeks, it actually does get improved because they either turn on some levers or not. And then, or two, do you, we do you, I, I we've heard Elon say that it's optimized for California and Silicon Valley, and then you are how many Teslas are driving in your location? But yeah, what's your thoughts on those two? Well, first of all, first I personally feel like it actually regresses during <laughs> the, the next following weeks. Yeah, like it it's a, maybe it's okay to start, but I almost wonder if they're like doing that on purpose to like kind mm. of try to make it test it, make it fail or whatever, you know, to see how far it can go. Um, so I think it's the opposite. I think mm. that it, like they start pushing, if they are pushing things in between, which people think they do because we download all this stuff and we upload and download in between drives. Yeah. Um, so, um, so that's my theory. I have no idea if I'm right. I don't know anything about it. I don't know mm -hmm. anything about AI or machine learning, but it feels that way. Uh -huh. And then um, what was the second part? Uh, do you believe that it's optimized for Silicon Valley, uh, not in your location? Yeah. I mean, that's what Elon has said that, you know, that it's, what did he say? Mm -hmm. Over, there was a term for it. 
I forget. Anyway, yeah, I there actually are a lot of Teslas here though, believe it or not, uh, mm. now. Um, especially now. It's like crazy. And and it's funny because like four years ago when I was in California and I would see Teslas everywhere. Yeah. I thought this is what the future is gonna look like. And then here it is. And now yeah. here it is. You know, we have, I mean, I see dozens of Teslas on my yeah. drive, you know. Um, I'm in uh, Seattle and uh, Bellevue. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah my, what, you you visit one time, and I this is like months ago, and I tweeted you back, going, "Hey, I'll go for rest, rest, rest yeah, with you. Next time I'm there, I'll let you know. Call me. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I played a game where I was sitting in a corner, and uh, and I would say, "How many seconds before I see another Tesla?" And it's twenty seconds. Every yeah. twenty seconds at that point, I'd see another Tesla. So it's, um, I'll see if this increases, but I'm pretty sure this place is uh, full of Tesla. It is. I mean, it's funny you say that because I play that game when I'm in, <laughs> when I'm in um, Bellevue because at the gym, the Peloton is in the window. Uh, okay. So you're, okay. The <laughs> Let's see. Oh, there's another one. <laughs> you're funny. Oh, this is crazy. So, yeah, I mean, are you, do you consider, consider yourself a uh, Tesla I don't know what the word is, you know, accolade. Are you, do you worship Elon? Do you, <laughs> you know, where are you on that spectrum? Um, I mean, I, I, I believe that Tesla or Elon rather, you know, has a lot of flaws and I do, I do not make excuses when I feel like he's, um, you know, behaving badly. Um, I don't necessarily broadcast it, but I don't defend him when he does something that I think is wrong, you mm -hmm. know? Um, on the other hand, I will defend him if I feel like people are being unfair to him. Um, you know, but like what's going on now with all the politics and stuff, like, I honestly think he just needs to be quiet, you know, and I don't know why he's doing this and mm -hmm. why he's mm -hmm. on this free speech thing. And, you know, I just don't understand like why he's diverting from the mission of Tesla with all this nonsense. But so, yeah, I, I, I don't agree with everything that he says or does. I think that he's a brilliant man. And I think that you take all of him because that, you know, this is why he is yeah. who he is and why he's gotten his companies where they are is because this, this is his personality. So, you know, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna defend him when I think that what he does is is wrong. So it's a general statement on my side. Uh, I've heard other people say it, but there's very few women um, in the Tesla Twitter community. Yeah, you are one of the top, you know, three, four, five that are seen as leaders of the space, and you're encouraging other women. And it's great to see hear your voice. It's uh, everybody. We need to hear more of everybody's points of views. But I find that the women are much more. <laughs> they're not they're not like totally on the uh everything he says is the best and don't ever say anything negative you know and much more right. realistic about things and i appreciate that yeah yeah all right so we've we've covered some very heavy topics let's i'll bounce around to some silly topics so kim and earl <laughs> uh, you talked you met kit earl he's hilarious uh, he's very yeah. funny uh uh how did this I, yeah it's a great relationship it's it's just one of those things whenever you're part of any large community there's always these personalities and it's fun yeah. it's really fun and you guys play a role everybody like to watch the little banter you've you actually have been owning you the last <laughs> month like that you just you've been on fire the last few months you've hit them hard it's just hilarious to watch He's losing his touch ever since he decided to move to Alaska. I don't know what's going on. 
<laughs> I know. Um, yeah, you know, so he, like I said, he was one of the first people I met on Twitter, virtually met. And, um, you know, we've been in like some, some chat groups. So there's like a lot of like, especially um, like before with all the Tesla Q stuff, like we would talk about whatever was the latest hit thing on Tesla and these chat groups. And um, so I got it, you know, to know him from there. And then I met him for the first only time um, at the Cybertruck event. He was at like a meetup that we had before the event and I met him there. And then, you know, I saw him obviously at the event. But, you know, I think that our senses of humor are just play well together. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's, he's a good sport. Like he, he, he's definitely um, okay to like play that part of me just owning him all the time. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, he just makes it too easy. (laughs) He sets himself up. (laughs) I know that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, and, and we, we DM like, you know, we're, he'll, he'll send me a tweet that, you know, when he's making fun of me and then I'll laugh and, you know, then same thing back at him, I'll do the same thing. So, you know, it's all in fun. We're actually, you know, friends in, in real life, but um, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just you, fun. You and, saw and my tweet that like, I did, uh, I don't know, maybe three weeks ago, a month ago, where I did a, did a little poll and I said, are you team Kim? Are you team Earl? And <laughs> I've actually been asking that to the people I'm interviewing <laughs> as a fun question. Um, and it was shocking what came out at the end. It was 50-50. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, it was 50-50. Now, the only counter I would give to that is that, well, Earl has a lot more followers. So what the hell happened to him? But yeah. no, it, yeah. it was funny. It was great, I guess. It was wonderful that it was 50-50. It was exactly yeah. right on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's good. It's good. Yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, I, I like that, that he... Um, is game for, for, you know, having this fun. And I'm glad that it's giving the Tesla community some entertainment oh, and yeah. you know, make people laugh, you know, it makes it fun. So the other man in your life is Sean Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sean and I are good friends. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Do you just like to tease everybody? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm a little bit of a smart ass. I mean, that's, that's my, um, that's my humor in real life too. Um, But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Again, he makes it easy too. And he plays long. Like he wants, he wants to joke around. So, you know. Yeah. So Sean, I I got lucky when I was at Cyber Rodeo and I found you and Sean and I sat down and in between the two of you, (laughs) I got to talk to you guys. (laughs) That was very lucky of me. Um, Then I, I know that he's been away from Twitter a little bit. Um, He's a realtor in Denver. And then I discovered his YouTube videos and he is amazing. Yeah. His voice is, uh, he's so easy to talk, uh, to listen to. And he thinks things through. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't know him earlier. I think he's because he took a, a, I think he's taking a break or he's getting back into now. As he, as he got busier with real estate, um, you know, he has only been doing real estate for a few years. So I think he was doing the EV channel, um, you know, just as some extra income. And, um, and then once the real estate started taking off, he just didn't have the time. Um, So yeah, he hasn't been doing very, he's got some videos that he's recorded that he hasn't uploaded yet. He's just so busy, you know, he's amazing. I, 
don't tell him I told you that, but <laughs> I actually don't, I, I want to talk to him too next, but he's yeah. great. I thought yeah. it was just wonderful videos that he's, I've been watching of his. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, he's good. Yeah. yeah. So tell, uh, to what topics about Tesla do you really love to talk about? What, uh, FSD, RoboTaxi, <laughs> is it the bot? What, where, are you, where are you most excited about these days? I mean, obviously for it's FSD beta for me. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm excited about the future, about autonomy. Um, you know, before I got beta, when it was just, um, I'm not even sure it existed yet. No, it did not. Um, I read this RethinkX um, report on autonomy. Uh, Tony Siba, who is a um, expert in technology disruption, hmm. wrote this report. And, yeah. you know, as I was reading it, this was, gosh, it was probably, this is probably 2016 or 17 when I read it. Um, I every question that I would have about, well, what about this? Well, what about that? He, he answered it in this report. And I was like, oh gosh, like this really makes sense. This is the future. This is what's going to happen. Yeah. And, you know, kind of like when I first got the Tesla and I'm like, okay, hurry up. We need the EV revolution. Like right now, why is it taking so long? Like, I kind of feel that way about autonomy too. Like I'm excited yeah. for it to happen. I want it to hurry up and happen because, you know, yeah, it's, it's going to save lives. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's going to save lives. It's going to make our, it's going to totally change our lives. It's going to change the way we work, where we live. Like, it's just going to change a lot of things. And so um, it's going to be. Yeah, fast. I think it's going to change cities, right? It's going to change cities. Like, you're not going to need parking yeah. spaces and parking garages. And yeah, you're going to end up with a lot more space for yeah. parks and and pedestrian streets and yeah it's going to be it's going to be a lot different so it's going to be exciting will you be buying a tesla bot do you think you'll be able to be the first beta <laughs> 15 people if i can afford a tesla bot i will buy one yes i will you yeah. should buy one regardless yeah <laughs> i should i mean i'll you know i'll i'll be able to afford one. i want to be the i, I want to be a beta tester so <laughs> So just my name, but yeah, my guessing about this would be that let's say it's $25,000 or something like that. It's not worth it. It's not going to be able to be worth it to, you know, wash dishes or anything like that. But the joke I've been going is that, well, in, after I use it for two hours of doing stuff that's not worth 25 grand, but if I teach it to fold napkins and I sell these amazing napkins, I'll make a thousand bucks a month and uh, it'll be worth it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I think that there'll be something I can do with it. I'm hoping that will be. <laughs> That would be cool. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even think of that. I was thinking that it was just going to do all my chores for me, but if it can make me money I, too. That's sure. what I'm thinking. See, it's, yeah. I think it's going to go beyond that. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Uh, so FSD is the one you care about. Um, what do you think the world's going to look like in, uh, yeah, five years, 10 years? Whew. I mean, you know, according to Tony Siba, once autonomy is, is solved, it's yeah. going to be a rapid rapid change like it's going to happen within 10 years of it like completely no more gas cars you know yeah so um yeah i mean it's going to be a quiet future we're not going to hear all this noise <laughs> it's going to be safe it's going to be convenient you know and yeah we're going to have more open spaces we're going to have you know we're not going to care about commuting to work if we don't have if we can work in our vehicle you yeah. know it's going to be so many changes yeah. I mean, I could let my car be a robo taxi while I'm flying. Yes. It's perfect yeah. for you. 
Yeah. That would be perfect for you. Pick you up at the yeah. airport, drop you off. <laughs> yeah. And then go earn me some money while I'm, while I'm away. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so uh, I want to play some fun games with you before we get there. Um, Cyber Rodeo. So you drove from Newport all the way to Austin. Why would yeah. you do that if you've got free flights? I know. Are you crazy? What? Well, how was that? And what happened? Um, well, you know, I, I kind of before we knew when it was going to be, um, I had said if I end up with the time off, I'll drive. Um, I like. I actually like road trips, and um, you know, I started doing road trips in 2018. Um, is that 20? No, 2019 was my first one by myself. I went to Nova Scotia. And so I actually really enjoy being in the car. It's like kind of my meditating time, my quiet yeah. time. And um, I don't, I don't talk on the phone. I don't, sometimes I don't listen to music. I just, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. enjoy the scenery. And so I ended up getting the time off. Uh, I had vacation and, um, and then I put some like paid time around my vacation. So I ended up with three weeks off. So I had plenty of time to do it. Um, you know, I don't want to drive a gas car when I get there. I kind of have to rent a Tesla. So I was going to spend money on that. Um, and you know, my car is kind of famous, you know, it's like a unicorn and people, people know it. And so I was like, well, you know, if I have the time, I'm just going to do it. And I also want to go to Starbase after, yes. which I did. Um, and then I kind of took a, you know, scenic way home, you know, so I just, I don't know, just use that time to see the world crazy. or the yeah. country. You know, I've been all over yeah. this country with my job, but I've been from city to city, city, city and yeah. it's completely different when, when you see the in-betweens. So you're um, an inventor at heart. It sounds like. Yeah. So tell us the story about cyber rodeo. Who, who were you there with? What happened and uh, <laughs> what did you enjoy the most? So wow. De details, was... details. Who were you there with? Who did you uh, walk in there with? I think uh, well, I got a phone call from Chuck Cook and he said that he's in a in a car with you and K10 and Joy? Uh no. it was no, it was Joy and Sean. It was Chuck Cook, Joy, Sean. Yeah, and then I was driving. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, um Chuck did not have a ticket, but he was just gonna try to get in, which he did. Um Joy was I, I helped him get in, by the way. Oh, you did? Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I was the person along with my friend um, Jacob that we discovered the uh, the the QR code can be multi-use. Oh, and so we told everybody. Nice. Yeah, it nice. went viral. Nice. Oh, well, <laughs> well, that's how I got I got in somebody that way too. Yeah, once I found that out. But but anyways, um, yeah. So Joy was Sean's plus one, and my plus one was actually Trev uh, Trevor from Model Three Owners Club, um, or Tesla Owners Worldwide. I guess it was now. Um, because that was kind of paying him back for getting me into Cybertruck. Yeah. So I was like paying it forward. Yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, it was a like a crazy whirlwind week. Like I was so overwhelmed. Like the Saturday after, you know, TeslaCon, I just like slept all afternoon. <laughs> you know? yeah. I was I was so like you know, just beat. But yeah, Tuesday night I, I arrived on Tuesday. There was the barbecue at Terry Black's. I met a yeah. few people like, you know, it, it was the beginning of like, I don't know how many people I, I met you. Like, I don't yes, know how many that's people right. I met. Yeah. 
I must have, I met hundreds of people yeah. that came up and wanted to talk to You're me. You're a celebrity. So that's what I've been saying. Your friends and family don't realize that there's this little pocket in the world that you are a celebrity. <laughs> You're a D celebrity everywhere else, but here you're like you're an A celebrity. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was nuts. Yeah, it was. I did not expect. It was kind of overwhelming because it's not something that you know I'm used to. Um, Tuesday night, then Wednesday night, there was another event. There were more people because people were still arriving. Um, that's I think when we met, and then Thursday was the rodeo, and then of course then TeslaCon was just you know. And nice. you were a speaker at the panel. Yes. Yeah. Right the, there. The, yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, it was just, it was amazing. It was again, like an honor that I I'm honored. I got to go to the rodeo. I'm honored that I got to meet all these people and it's really just like really drove home as if we didn't know this already, just how amazing the Tesla community is. And yeah, the fact that people came from all over the world. Yeah, yeah. I Literally. know 12 people from Europe. Yeah. Part of our uh, Tesla Universe Clubhouse group that we I, I joined. Yep, yep. And there was somebody from Europe. Australia. There was, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was just That's amazing crazy. that people, like they didn't have an invitation. Yeah. They just came from all over the world and all over the country to be with everybody and meet yeah. people finally and all these people that we've kind of been talking to on <laughs> it is, it's very special yeah yeah like this just does not happen yeah I, was, I told people after i came back that this event was probably the the second most fun event that i've ever been to in my life if i consider my the very first would be my my wedding yeah and i, I was like why was this so much fun why was it so much fun and it's like you turn around and there's a person that you know, but you don't know, and you want to get to know, and they want to get to know you. You turn around, there's another one like that. It's like everybody in the room, I kind of know, you know, it's like, yeah. and we're talking hundreds of people. And yeah. so it's like, this is, and we all have the shared interest, a, a topic we want to never stop talking about. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's weird. It's weird and fun. Yeah. I mean, that's why, you know, when I go to these events, um, you know, I, I'm actually kind of a shy person, believe it or <laughs> yeah, not. Okay, right. <laughs> I know, I really am. Like in, in in a social situation, like if I don't know anybody, if I'm in a party, yeah. I don't know anybody, I'm not the one that like goes up and just starts talking to people. I'm not the one that's like the life of the party. I wish I could be that person, you know, but I'm I'm the one that's like kind of waits for people to come talk, talk to me. Yeah. But in... Uh, in the Tesla world, I mean, we have this common interest. So yeah. immediately yeah. you have something to break the ice and, and get the conversation started. And so in that world, I am not my normal shy self. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's kind of, I don't know, it's, I'm comfortable, you know, it makes me more very comfortable. So <laughs> I love going to these events because because I get to meet the people that I interact with on Twitter, or I, or I get to, you know, get to, you know, put names to faces and, you know, personalities to the accounts and all this stuff. It's really cool. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. I've got questions to ask you to dig more about who you are as a person, but I know you're a huge Wordle fan. I think you're a fanatic Wordle fan. <laughs> so should we try an experiment where I'm going to, you're going to play Wordle right now. Should we try that? Uh, sure. Is that going to work today? No, no. I, I'm going to use this buzzword. I know it's 
heretic to use another app. Okay. But you have to do this fast because it's not going to work out on a Zoom interview if this doesn't work out. Where do I go? Well, no, no, you don't go anywhere. I'm just, you're going to okay. have to do this blind. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, should we try it? Okay, go ahead. What's your first word? Uh, Stern, S T E R N. Okay, only the R is okay. uh, not green, but okay. In play. What position is it? Where is it? Well, Stern, S T E R R. Oh, R. Yeah, yeah, R. Okay. You're doing this blind. You've never yeah, done yeah, this. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the next word then is radio. You're, you're reusing the R, but okay. Yeah, I play hard mode. Ooh, okay, this is good. So the <laughs> R is green, the D is green. Okay. Does it help if I showed you this? I don't know if you can see it. I can't, I don't think you can see it, sorry. Like, bring it a little closer. You can't see it, I'm sorry. No, then you no. can't see all the you can't see the letters that you've used. Right, 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 right. Okay, so the R is correct. The D is correct. A I O N E T S is not. So, so there's no none of the vowels that A I E I A I E O are all not. So U is not mm -hmm. used. And Y. Mm -hmm. Um, are you? D. Well, it could be ready, R U D D Y. But wait, I don't know. Let me think. Uh -huh. It could be uh, that. R U D. Oh, yeah, let's try ready. Oh, two Ds, huh? Yeah. You did it. <laughs> you are amazing. That was crazy. This is blind. You did it in three. Okay, so it worked out. <laughs> so I was getting really worried there. So <laughs> Why would I, I play, play Wordle on a Zoom interview with you? I play, I play a ridiculous amount. I know you do. I know well, you do. not only do I play Wordle, but when I'm at work, yeah. And like, I just have downtime on the plane. Yeah. I play um, the duo trigordal, which is 32 at a time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're playing, it's like you're the chess master like that. You're like. <laughs> it's, you play, you play your words, but it plays it across 32 boards at a time. Oh my and, God. I never yeah. heard of this. You're And, and you get 37 chances to okay. get 32. So you can only make right. you know five throws. That was impressive. Very impressive. Yeah. Did it blind three? <laughs> you did it. Yeah. All right. So what? A conversation questions. Okay. So what would I hear if I asked a group of people who know you five adjectives to describe you? What would people say? Uh, what would Earl say? <laughs> I mean, he would just make up things. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I think that they would say. Um, uh, positive, mm -hmm. uh, funny. I mean, my friends know me as somebody funny. Oh, you got your gifs that took off for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, positive, funny, um, uh, strong. Mm -hmm. I've been through some tough stuff, especially mm -hmm. stuff with, you know, my friends like divorce and, mm -hmm. you know, all this other stuff. So, um, you know, Mm, let's see how many is that three yeah 
uh, loyal. Mm. I'm a good friend yeah. until you cross me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I know people like that. Yeah, that's actually very similar to my wife. And yeah. I can see why they come together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not as bad as it sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 yeah. good, you know, but it's you can't thing. stand up for yourself. Um, and then the fifth one, um, I don't know, fun. I like to have, I'm, I'm the good time girl. I like to have fun. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> like last night you had a party with friends. <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, I mean, you know, we wait all year here for summer. Uh, it's coming. a very yeah. short season. Yeah. So it was actually like the first night that it was, or the first weekend that it was warm enough um, to sit outside. To do a barbecue. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you had the ability to, would you take something so that you don't need to sleep? No, I like sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I love sleeping. Um, I don't get a lot of sleep actually. Um, so I really appreciate my sleep when I get it. I'm, I'm one of these terrible people that sleeps for like four hours. And then my body says, all right, you're good. And I'm like, damn it. Not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you're traveling a lot and airplane, you need to be able to sleep and then you just, yeah, you get disrupted all the time probably. Yeah, I kind of, I like to joke that my life is a series of naps. <laughs> like really. <laughs> so w- would you, if you had the ability to, if you had to choose between one or two things, um, you have to say anything that comes to mind all the time, or you never have to say anything at all. Which one would you pick? Mm. Uh, probably never say anything at all. What? See, it's a, your, your dichotomy. I mean, uh, you got I a lot of good things to say. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you have to say everything that's on your mind, like, you know, there, we see. need filters for a reason, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be better just to sit back and, you know, I don't know, be wise. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, another one is Would you rather have telekinesis, the ability to move things with your mind, or telepathy to read minds? telekinesis yeah of course yeah <laughs> you're a superhero yeah <laughs> and then last one like are you gonna would you want are you the kind of person who watches hallmark romantic movies or would you do anything but are like 100 horror movies no horror movies <laughs> no i i am i'm like legit scared of scary movies you know? I am too. I hate yeah. horror movies. I don't know why it even a thing. <laughs> I, I mean, I've never liked them, even as I've a kid. Never. Yeah. <laughs> Very similar in many ways, I think. So um, are you, uh, you going to go to the annual shareholder meeting on August 4th? Uh, yeah, I am. Um, it's, I'm not sure if I'm going to just fly in for it, or I actually might try to just be there on a layover um, because uh you know, then Delta's paying for my hotel room and yep. I can, I can just go. We have a lot of trips um, that get into Austin. I have a lot, I'm in Austin like more than anywhere else actually. Okay, so you like can kind of just time it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have Austin layovers every day out of Austin mm-hmm. and I can have, you know, whatever Austin layovers I want. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, the, if there's, assuming there's going to still be a trip that they, we have a trip that gets in at like 10 in the morning and then I don't leave until the next day. So I would try to do that. Um, but I'll definitely go one way or another for sure. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to make it this time. <laughs> I've never been to one. I mean, oh. other than battery day, which was well, kind of weird. Yeah. So that the next question is AI day two is coming up. 
on August 19th, two weeks later, are you going to go to that? No, no. If, if I had to choose between the two, well, I think we're, is, a, is a shareholder meeting going to be a party? Like a lot of people are coming back again for a reunion? Probably. Like, I think that, I think that there'll be a lot of people there. Yeah. I think that, um, you know, the AI day stuff is, it's really more for recruiting people. Yes, yeah. And, and honestly, it's like over my head. Like they're not trying to dumb this no. down and talk to you and I, they're talking yeah. to you, you know, yeah. the people that are going to build it. So um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to that. What do you I think tried you, to watch the first one and it was like, yeah, you know. three hour, four hour. Are you <laughs> yeah. going to, any thoughts on what they might uh, showcase or talk, talk about there? No. Honestly, I mean, for a beta tester, like I know nothing about autonomy. <laughs> like, I, I had, a, I had a, um, a really long um, chat with um, James uh, Duma. Duma. Yeah. Uh, we met for breakfast um, or brunch or whatever uh, the day before, a couple of days, I guess it was the Wednesday. Uh, so the day before the, the event. Yeah. And, um, and it was just, I love talking to him because he's, yeah. so good at explaining this and like normal people talk, you know, the, yeah, to, yeah. to like the lay person who doesn't know anything about it. And it's not even his field. He just gets it, you know? So um, like I learned more talking to him, you know, than I have on any other. I also don't watch a lot of stuff. Like I should probably watch stuff on YouTube. Yeah, well, He's interviewed by um, Dave Lee all the time and he's very good there. The two yeah. of them talk about the the questions we are all asking about. Yeah, how to yeah, think about I should this. probably watch those. I'm like terrible with. I don't. I don't watch anybody's YouTube. I don't yeah. even watch Sean's. I don't, like when when we were, you know, yeah. when he was actually making videos. Um, I don't watch other beta testers. Like I don't have time. Like yeah. I feel like you know my social media time is kind of Twitter, and you know I don't even watch TV. Like I just don't. <laughs> Didn't did you watch your own documentary? <laughs> I watched my own documentary. I've only watched it once. I actually, I actually need to watch it again. Um, yeah. I think because now that I, I, can, I had my initial thoughts. I kind of yes. want to watch it again um, to kind of fine tune that a little bit. But, um, but yeah, I did watch that. I actually had a friend of mine come watch it with me, so I wouldn't have to watch it alone. Because I was yeah. You so were saying that this person is a neutral, doesn't know much of anything, and what did they say? Um, well, it's interesting because so she is a producer. Like oh, that's okay. what she does. And in, in fact, when I was um, thinking about whether or not I should do this or not, I talked to her. She's the first person I called. And, yeah. um, you know, she kind of assured me that, hey, you know, and I had an email from them, like, you know, when I said my concerns, you know, that I didn't want to be part of a hit piece. Um, you know, she she was like, they're not going to, you know, they're going to be fair to you. you know, like they, they, that would be really, really, okay. really like Bush their reputation a little bit. Yeah. 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 She was like, that would be Bush League if they, if they yeah. you know, did, if did they that. completely said one thing and then they use you yeah. for complete something. I, yeah. I'm surprised that that's the case. Cause I would assume that they might think that they want to do this story and then somehow they didn't, it's not going to look good or it's not going to be great. So then they try to, you know, let's change it to be a hit piece and then that's going to take off, you know, they may not control. That's what I was afraid of. Yeah. That's honestly, and and then when the press started coming out about it, which is and clearly, I mean, the name of the film is. I mean, it, I mean, it's definitely anti. I think anti Tesla, a bit, but I do think that the arguments that they presented, or the the the, the what they were saying about complacency and auto, but they were trying to say that the better system gets, the more people would be complacent and the more likely they are that they could get into an accident. Um, but what they left out was like that 
Tesla actually has more nags now than they did yes. for the, the current stuff. Yeah. 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 Like they didn't like really address that. And, and I talked to her, to the director about this. I was like, I actually can't be complacent when I'm using beta. Like it's not possible. You know, even if I, even if it was so good, like I have, I have to watch the road with the, with my eyes at the camera and I have to have torque on the wheel. Like I have to. So well, it sounds like what's missing is another documentary with you starring in it, talking about the most recent situation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe when it's solved, I'll be in that documentary. <laughs> yeah, well, you're going to have to bookmark it because I yeah. was there first day. And this is, I, again, you're very realistic about things. You weren't hiding things. And you're, you know, in fact, it was perfectly fine when you said, oh, it didn't do that right. That's not, you know, that's not good. And yeah, it was great that you said that, uh, as opposed to other people who are trying to just always, oh my God, that was perfect. That was wonderful. Look how great this is. So, yeah. I mean, that definitely is, you know, I've always been, I've always posted the, the good and, and the yeah. bad with my videos. Um, part of the reason that I agreed to do it, and, and, you know, this is the whole thing, Tesla Q is still, you know, a Montana skeptic, like attacked me. The day after it came yes. out, so that I was like one of the most despicable. Yes. I don't remember what he said. Yeah. But um, how, how can that be when you were actually, I, okay, I guess it's different perspectives, different viewpoints, but I thought that you were being very fair, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if anybody says anything positive about Tesla, right. then it's going to be his reaction. Um, but Tesla Q likes to spin this whole narrative that FSD beta is danger to public and we are, you know, yeah. the public are guinea pigs for Tesla and Elon Musk's, you know, trying to get autonomy and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the, the data just does not show that, you know, yeah. um, there, there haven't been any accidents. Yeah. I think there's maybe one that's under investigation, like the right. first one um, is under investigation right now. Tesla has been required for the past year to, disclose to yeah. NHTSA, NHTSA. NHTSA yep. um, if there's a, a crash or accident, anything involving um, FSD beta. And so, you know, where are all these accidents that yeah. if, it's, if it's so dangerous, right? And if and it so was with 100,000 plus beta users, NHTSA would, yeah. and you know, knock on wood, but they would have stopped it if it totally. was getting out of control, so. Totally. Yeah. You know, but I wanted to, part of the reason I agreed to the film is because I wanted to show that it's not difficult. Like it's not rocket science. It's not dangerous. It's not, right. you know, you just take over. It's not a big deal. You know, so, <laughs> I love these other videos. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And, or, or people who let their cars get too far into a mistake, you know, yeah. That I disagree with. And that I do wish that Tesla would be a little bit better with guidance um, to beta testers, but you know, that's on them. But anyway, um, so yeah, I was hoping to show that it wasn't a huge yeah. deal and that, yeah, it makes mistakes, but it's not like, it's not anything scary. Okay, well, thank you so much, Kim. I mean, this is a perfect topic to end with because at the very beginning we started with this and this is a key topic. It's a very important one. Mm -hmm. um, you are the face for FSD beta and robotaxi. Like you said, when it comes, when it happens, when it's starting to move in that direction and people are finally, just like it, they did with EVs, electric vehicles, everybody was so skeptical about it. Now everybody's doing it. I wish that they would give Tesla credibility, credit, credit for it, but, um, 
This will also happen, as you said, yeah. for RoboTaxi. And we're watching it happen. I think it's going to happen sooner than everybody thinks. Um, people always overestimate, you know, why it's supposed to happen a year. No, it could happen. But then they always underestimate. They think it's not going to happen for 10 years or till 2050. It's yeah. going to happen in three years. Yeah, um, that's my guess too, actually, yeah. is probably three years. Yeah. And and then it's not always like, it's not black and white. It's going to be like, you know, right. As we all saw geofenced and then certain routes and then, you know, certain situations and then all this, you know, but all the mistakes that's happening right now, it's going to be resolved because you already can see that it's going to resolve other similar kinds of mistakes. So it's yeah. not like it's impossible. You, you already can see that it can do so many things, right. It can do, if it can do those things, right. Like if we can recognize a small dog, big dog, if it can recognize, you know, I know what to do at a blinking yellow, those kind of things. Um, yeah. I mean, that was one of the first things I said in the movie actually was, you did, you yeah. know, that I know it can do it. It just needs to do it every time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it will happen. Thank you so much, Kim. Um, everyone, please follow Kim at Kim, at Kim Kaket. I know you already are. <laughs> uh, hopefully you've learned something new. And if you did, please subscribe and like this video, uh, this uh, YouTube channel. Thanks, everybody. Thank you again, Kim. Really appreciate this. Yeah, thank you. It was great talking to you. Yep. See you later. All oh, right. don't, don't go away yet, Kim. Yep. Let me end the uh, recording. Oops. Yep.